Dr. Deb Schreibman here. What's healthy? We are. I am going to talk to you about this so important subject. And this is for men and for women because women go through it and men have to deal with it. And we call it menopause. It starts with perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause. I wrote down some notes on this one because this subject is really a quite interesting subject, but it's also a huge subject. And I want to make sure that I don't forget to tell you these things. So for all of you out there who can't think of what it is that I'm going to talk about, it's menopause. Menopause is actually interesting because some women have all kinds of issues with menopause, and some women have just a few signs of menopause. So for all of you out there that don't know what menopause is, it's the permanent end of the menstruation process that you're going through, right? It also means that you're not going to be fertile anymore, so you can't get pregnant anymore. And I don't know about you, but when I went through that, I was like, woohoo, can't get pregnant anymore. This usually is defined as not having a menstrual period for 12 months. So I know all you women out there who are out there counting the months. Month number one, it's like, ah, am I pregnant? Okay, month number two, after you took your pregnancy test and realized, no, I'm not pregnant, thank God. Whew. Then we go to month number three. And I don't know about you, I actually made it to month number nine and then boom, guess who came to visit? We call her Aunt Flo in this house. Aunt Flo, and I was like, oh, I was almost there because technically you need to go 12 months without a period to be called menopausal. And I know it's kind of funny, but this is part of the normal progression for a lot of women is that we do go through this and, you know, we do are like, we are, you know, get almost there and then go back again. The thing that you have to watch out for is that if you make it your 12 months, 13 months, 14 months, four years, five years, six years, and then you have a period or a bleed, you need to make sure that you go to your OBGYN and get checked because that is not normal. So menopause is natural. It is something that we are supposed to go through. It's that biological process that kind of ends the chapter of one life, but starts the chapter but starts the next chapter of your life, right? And so this is again, when menses ceases to occur, and I don't know about you, but I was like, woohoo! And this can typically happen between ages, I don't know, 40 and 58 on the late end, usually women actually take after their mothers. So, you know, if you don't know, or if you are starting to experience some symptoms, which we'll talk about, ask your mom, because typically you will go through this very similar to how your mom went through this if she didn't have a hysterectomy. When you have a hysterectomy, which is the removal of your uterus, and if it's a full hysterectomy, it's the uterus and your ovaries, if it's a partial, over get to stay and it's just the uterus. So, you know, if that happened to your mom, you know, that might be a little bit different, but it's important to remember that, you know, we are pretty close when it comes to menopause to how our moms went through it, right? So I'm going to read a couple of the hormones that can be involved in the um, reproductive system and therefore can be involved in menopause, right? Um, gonadotropin-releasing hormone, 
FSH, which is follicular stimulating hormone, LH, which is luteinizing hormone, estrogen, and there's a bunch of different estrogens, estrone, estradiol, estriol. We test all of those in my office, progesterone, and also there's a bunch of different testosterones. There's free testosterone, total testosterone, bioavailable testosterone, and this is all important in that menopausal um, state and actually in the premenopausal, perimenopausal, and also when we're still getting our periods or going through menses, it's important that those hormones are in balance to each other. As we go through the menopausal process, the thing that happens is the hormones come out of whack and our conventional medical doctors, because all they know is drugs, is they just want to give you patches and this. And I don't know about you, but today's day and age, I cannot tell you how many times a day my patients come in and say, oh, my doctor gave me this, my doctor gave me that. And I said, okay, well, let me look at your labs. And they say, what labs? They didn't do any labs. I just told them I felt like this and the doctor gave me this. And when we actually run the tests, their estrogen level might be really high and they're giving them more estrogen, which puts you at risk for things like breast cancer. Even men actually can be at risk for breast cancer. Um, progesterones, testosterones, which can tend to tank. I mean, any there's actually any number of ways that these hormones can become um, imbalanced as we go through this process of perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause. So I wanted to go through some of the common signs of menopause, right? Because different women go through this with different signs of menopause and how menopause impacts the body can be really different for different women. So you can start with having irregular periods. Some people bleed less, some people bleed more, some people, their iron levels drop because they're bleeding so much more and it's not controlled and it's not normal. You might get a period and then not get another one for a few months and then not get another one for a few months. That can be part of the normal process of it. Hot flashes and night sweats, uh, hot flashes and night sweats. Whew. Those are exhausting because they wake you up all night long. They can happen during the day. The one that I remember the most for me because I really work on um, balancing my hormones, but I'll never forget this. I was down in Florida visiting my mom. My husband and I were at an outlet and we were just looking at some furniture and there was a longhorn. We're like, oh, let's go get a salad. We're starving. So we sit at the bar because there was nowhere else to sit. And all of a sudden I turned beat red. And I felt like I was a volcano getting ready to erupt. It was like this heat. I, it's hard to describe. And any woman out there who's gone through it knows exactly what I'm talking about, but it comes from really deep down in here. The face flushes when that happens. Um, you can sweat. Um, it can happen during the day. At night, thankfully for me, it was during the day. But next to me, this gentleman was sitting there. And I was like, with my um, menu, fanning myself. And I'm like, honey, Oh my gosh, I think something's going on, blah, blah, blah. And the guy looks at me next to me. He goes, he grabs my shoulders and he goes, ma'am, ma'am, are you okay? You know, can you talk to me? And I'm like, I'm fine, I think. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. He's like, I can, I'm a medic. I think it was a paramedic and he was just off duty. And he's like, if you need help, I can call 911. I can get help for you. He's trying to take my pulse. And I looked at him and I said, well, if you can help, menopausal sweats and night sweats and all these hot flushes, then go for it because I could use all the help I can get right now because I am pretty sure that's what I'm dealing with. And he started laughing 
And that was the very first hot flash that I ever had. And honestly, I think if I think back, I maybe had two other hot flashes during the day, a couple of nights of night, night sweats. And that was about all I could tolerate because it interrupted my sleep. It made me grouchy, grumpy. My husband was like, what is going on with you? And I thought, oh, I don't want to be my, mean to my husband. I love my husband. I don't want to be mean to my staff. I love my staff. And, you know, sometimes you can't help it because you get so grumpy. You can also feel exhausted because if your periods get worse and you are bleeding worse, your iron levels go down and you can be cold and you can be tired. So, you know, you got to really look at that. But those are some of the signs. Mindset changes. Some people, women get depressed. Some get anxiety. Physical changes. You can get changes in your breast. They become become um, more tender. Your hair can become thin. Your skin could become thinner, can become more sensitive, all kinds of different things. You can get vaginal dryness. So sexual intercourse can be harder and can hurt more. And even though you love your spouse, it's like, oh, you know, then they think something's wrong with them. It causes more depression, more anxiety, problems with marriages, changes in libido. You're like, oh, get away from me. And it's not because you don't love your spouse. It's because you just, your sex drive is down and you don't know why and it makes you anxious as well energy can also go down when you're going through menopause and that's why it's important to make sure you do the right tests balance out those hormones so we know what's going on with you so some of the things that um, I talk about with my patients and some of the tips that I give my patients and I wrote this down too because I think this is so important in promoting relief from some of these menopausal symptoms as the body is going through it naturally because it is supposed to remember this is normal and we're supposed to be going through it but just because we're going through it does not mean that you have to so go down with that uh, sinking ship, so to speak. It means that we have to just look deeper, look more careful, figure out what's going on, balance those hormones as you go through this process so you will experience less and less of those symptoms. So dietary changes are really, really important. Having diets that are rich in protein, antioxidants, those omega-3s that I was talking about, calcium, vitamin D3 can really make a difference in health as well. Um, some of the good foods are fresh vegetables, non-processed foods, fresh fish, make sure your fish is not the stuff that is farm raised that's really out caught in the ocean. Wild caught is what most of the stores ca um, call them now, right? Salmons are excellent. Tunas are excellent. Yes, I know they're higher in fat, but it's the good fats. It's not the fats that put the weight on you. Nuts, seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, all kinds of things like that can really help. Fermented soy products, not regular soy products. Regular soy products can actually increase your risks of cancers, but the fermented ones like miso soup, things like that actually are okay for you. Healthier fats like I talked about, but olive oil, avocados, good quality, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic chicken, good ones that are fed with the right kinds of feed if they have to feed them um, other things than the grass and the worms and the bugs that they're used to eating outside. Um, probiotics, making sure you have the right kind. I actually designed one that is specific for women. So if women are getting yeast infections or any other kinds of infections and going through some of these menopausal symptoms, I have a probiotic that is really specific for that, that is incredible. And I've had such amazing results with that one. Exercise is such an easy one. Even just going out for a walk, going for a swim, going to a yoga class. You can do some of this stuff at home. 
um, getting on a stationary bike, going on your own bicycle. You know, this stuff actually helps really help you feel better. It keeps your weight down. It keeps your mood better. It just keeps you healthier as you go through this process of menopause. Making sure that you go to sleep, that your sleep hygiene is good. Go to sleep at the same time. Stay off of those devices. Keep those lights down because the light comes in and it goes into the eye and it triggers cortisol levels, which makes your body which makes your body want to wake up instead of quiet down and get ready to sleep when you're supposed to. Work on things for stress relief. You could do meditation. You could take a nice warm bath. You can listen to music. You can play music if you're if you're a musician. You can sing. I have a friend that the only time I can sing is when she is singing with me. So anytime I need to stress relief, if I need to call her, she'll sing and I'll pretend to sing with her and think that I sound amazing, right? Use a fan at night. Keep your room quieter. Keep it dark. You know, and if you want to even go further than that, shut the breaker off to your room so that there's no power because EMFs, I know a lot of people don't know a lot about these electromagnetic frequencies, but they can really impact your ability to sleep. So if you're having night sweats, this actually can help balance that out better for you. So I think that's really, really important. Avoid caffeine. Don't drink too much caffeine or don't drink too much of anything before bedtime. I tell my patients if they're like, oh, I get up and I have to go pee three and four times a night, that is interrupting your sleep and you're not waking up feeling rested. So don't drink so much so late. And alcohol is another one you want to watch out for. People think that, oh, I'm going to have a glass of wine and go to sleep, but it actually decreases the quality of the sleep. So don't drink that alcohol right before bed because it does impact your ability to get good quality sleeps. There's different kinds of supplements that you can take. Mushroom complexes are really, really good. Reishi mushrooms, there's all kinds of different mushrooms. I'm not going to go over it, but other than helping you with um, menopause, it actually helps with really good overall health. Vitamin D3, we talked about that. It helps with proper absorption and metabolism of calcium, phosphorus, and you have to watch out for calcium levels in your bones. We want to keep your bones strong, which is where exercise comes in, right? Weight-bearing activities keeps your body and your bones stronger. What happens when your hormones are out of balance, the body says, wait a minute, I need more calcium. So it goes and leaches the calcium out of the bones to help balance the hormones because it's more important to have your hormones balanced. But then what happens? You trip, you fall, you break a hip, you break an arm, you break a shoulder, you break an elbow. And we don't want that to happen. And we see this a lot as we watch our aging parents and as we start to go through this. And unfortunately, this actually can happen with men. The male version of men menopause we call andropause. So a lot of times when men are grumpy and they're gaining weight and they can't sleep at night, you have to look at their hormones too because they can get affected too. And this is something that a lot of people forget to talk about that yes, menopause is women, but andropause is for men. So I just always want to make sure that I talk about that. Black cohosh is an herb that you can use and it helps some people. Some people it doesn't help. Probiotics, making sure that gut, that microbiome is doing what it's supposed to be doing 
and keeping you healthy and strong. And like I said, I have a women's um, probiotic that really makes a big difference. I also have probiotics for men that really help them go through this all. Um, it's really important that you're going to really take time to figure out Am I eating healthy? Am I exercising? Am I sleeping? What do I need to do? Because what's going to work for me won't work for your sister necessarily, might not work for your best friend. But when we really sit down, take a step back, test the right way, balance your hormones better, get your nutrition right, then you're going to make it through menopause into post-menopause and you're going to slide right in and feel amazing. And like me, I am five foot two. I weigh 117 pounds. I am in menopause. I sleep through the night. I feel amazing. My energy is amazing. People look at me and they're like, you're 54 years old, Dr. Deb. You don't even look close to it. You're, my hair, this is my natural color hair, my skin. Yes, I have a few wrinkles, but I earned those wrinkles from my 19 year old son and my husband just kidding but anyway I want to always talk about menopause balancing hormones keeping your body healthy because a lot of people don't want to talk about menopause it used to be shh hush hush but you know what no more shh no more hush hush we got to talk about this stuff we got to band together as as a species I've as women and take care of each other as sisters. And it doesn't matter what the color of your skin is, what religion you are, where you live, it makes no difference. We are all the same and we gotta take care of each other so that we can make it through to the other side and enjoy retirement, enjoy the older years that we have so that we can live this amazing life. So if you have questions about what's going on with your hormones and how you're feeling and why your hair is falling out, and why your skin is dry and why you're gaining weight, no matter what you do, and you didn't change anything, why you're not sleeping, having hot sweats, night sweats, hot flushes, grumpiness, all the stuff that you deal with, please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. I can help for sure. Wishing you loads and loads of love and light and health and happiness. Bye-bye.